This is the Infinite Success Secrets Podcast, helping to get more money into the hands of women through entrepreneurship. I'm Adrienne Weimer, and I'll be sharing everything you need to scale your online business so that you can cut out all the noise and make it happen. Because in this show, I'm letting you in on all the infinite success secrets. All right, we are recording. Amazing, amazing. So one, let me see. I feel like I can't see all of you. Hi, Lori. So good to see you here. Okay, let me see if I can see y'all. Okay, cool. Awesome, awesome. I'm gonna just keep my screen on. So let's jump on in. Okay, so inside of this episode, we're really gonna be talking about what is the difference both strategy-wise and mindset-wise when you are growing your business from, let's say, 5K months to 10K months, 20K months, and beyond. Because what gets you to one level isn't actually going to be the thing that gets you to your next. So if you are someone right now who is looking to hit like that next big target within your business, no matter what that target is, it's really important to know that you're focusing in on the right things at the right time. When I first started my business, gosh, over three years ago now, it was focus that really helped me scale to my first six figures in six months. And focus is something that is not always the easiest thing to find. And when we think about each of the different levels, 5K, 10K, 20K, 50K and beyond, it's really different strategies that you're going to be implementing. So I'm going to take us one bit at a time, kind of depending on where you are. And I will say, even if you are already smashing 10K, 20K plus months, I can promise that there are going to be pieces of the core foundation of your business strategy that you're going to hear and learn and say, ooh, I, this is something else that I know I need to be doing. This is something else that maybe I lost sight of or lost my focus on. So let's start with like, if you are between zero to 5K per month, what the strategy, what the mindset really looks like. So mindset at a zero to 5K per month mark, like the mindset, the mantra, the thing we want to focus in on is like getting known for one thing. Here, this is about getting really clear in your niche. This is about getting one signature offer that you want to be known for. Typically at this stage, it that is gonna look like having typically one-on-one or like one signature high ticket offer. So if you're a person who's between zero to 5K right now, the one thing we want to start to look at is how can we really package up your expertise, your knowledge, your know-how into a signature premium offer? No more selling coaching sessions by the hour. No more just selling like a really one little 90-minute intensive. Like we really want to create a package because that's going to be able to not only help your clients create exceptional results, but again, it allows you to be known for something. So in the beginning, the other mantra here is like the mantra is like, yes, 
Yes. Meaning I'm going to look for things that I can say yes to. So in terms of strategy at that 5k per month mark, you're really looking to likely sell out your one-on-one or that premium offer. So you might be looking for where do you have a current network? Where do you already have people that are in your network already that feel warm because what we often do when we're like just starting our business or we're really looking to create like that first 5k month we think oh i've got to find a stranger on the internet <laughs> like i've got to go find someone else who is right who i don't know yet so in this like when we're really looking at like that 5k per month mark honestly your next client is likely in your current network So you want to be thinking about like, where are these people already? Who do you know that you can tap into in your current network that is likely going to be ideal client for you? It's letting people know, hey, I've got this offer. This is who I'm looking to speak with. Where can you find referrals? Where can you find introductions? And this is really about putting yourself out there. So when we're at that point between zero to 5K, it's really fine tuning that one particular offer and like going out there, having conversations and really making yourself known. When I think about my first 5k month back in my business, the way that I found those clients was one, my first client ever came through someone that I knew. So it wasn't someone that I knew really well, but it was an acquaintance. It was like a friend of a friend. There was like an introduction. There was already like some awareness And that created a lot of just like immediate speed of trust. The second client that I signed, and when I first got started, I was selling like $1,500 one-on-one coaching packages. So three months for $1,500. And when I looked at that, my second client came in through the DMs. So sometimes I feel like we avoid the DMs, but my second client came through the DMs. And the way that conversation looked if I were to like dive into that specific message, what I was doing in the DMs at that time was I was just offering complimentary strategy sessions. So I was offering complimentary strategy sessions. I got on a call with someone. I was in the DMs with someone who was just starting their coaching business. And I was just asking about like, what is it that they really wanted to create in their business? And then why they thought they didn't have that right now. And when they shared that, I was like, you know what? This is is something that I have expertise on, and I'd love to hop on a short call and just share one to three strategies that I think would really work for you. Are you open to that? And that's how I got my second client. And that's how I hit, I got my second client through the DMs, my third client through the DMs, and that first one through someone I already knew. So the mindset at this part, the thing that's really crucial is just being open And saying yes to things. I think sometimes, especially in the DMs, we get, we can sometimes get in our head. We sometimes can say things like, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. And I just went into it with this mindset of, I'm just going to go see if I can help someone today. It might turn into a client. It might not. And either way, I just know that the best thing for me to be doing is putting myself out there. I'm not going to be signing any clients hiding behind Canva and hiding behind my computer screen all day. So I was like, I know I need to be having more conversations. And even though 
it could feel a little uncomfortable. Or even though I have that feeling of like, I don't even know exactly what I'm doing, but I'm going for it. Right. And it was like, I think I can help someone. So why wouldn't I just offer it in that way? So that's something to be thinking about when you're like between zero to 5K. You also want to be really consistent in like showing up with your brand and what you want to be known for. When you're just starting out, it's really helpful to be a specialist and to expand from there. So when I first started my own business, I was thinking, okay, I know I need to pick a niche. Everyone, every freaking person out there is telling me I need to pick a niche. So what is it going to be? And at first I was like, okay, business coaching. And that felt so big. Then I brought it down to like sales coaching. That also felt really big. And then someone said to me, like, what is something that people ask you a lot about and that you know a lot about? That like, if someone were to hand you the mic right now and said, hey, go go talk about something for 30 minutes in front of a room of 200, what would you pick? And I kind of remember offhand saying to my mentor at that time, I was like, you know what? A lot of people ask me about LinkedIn because I work there. And she's like, oh my goodness, that's such a big niche, like to be able to, like such a, such a specific niche to be able to com- combine sales plus LinkedIn. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if people really want to know that much about LinkedIn. And she was like, Adrian, come on. People want to know this. And I was like, oh, interesting. And so I was like, where do you have just like that natural thing that you know a lot about? So that's what you really want to be focusing on zero to 5k. Now, once you are making 5k per month in your business, it is like the thing we want to start to look at to create the consistent 10, like the jump from 5k to 10k, something strategy wise, that's really important for you to focus on is being really clear in like what your sales process is looking like. Right. The thing that got me from zero to 5K was like a little bit of scrappiness, right? Sending messages, creating content, getting tapped into current network, but that's not that sustainable. Right. So when you're going from the zero or the five to 10, you want to be thinking about what are my lead generation systems inside of my business? And I'm not just talking about creating content. It's what are ways that you are creating like a a live experience for people or ways that you're starting to create funnels in your business. Like we want to start to really focus on email list growth and you really want to focus to get to the consistent 10K on how am I growing my audience? How am I growing my email list and different lead generation strategies? So lead generation strategies that really can work. And there's so many, it might be just hosting a webinar, hosting a webinar every month or hosting a workshop every month. If I were just starting in my business, I would literally go live every single week. I'd go live, start building a community. I'd go live every single week. I'd do a monthly webinar, right? So that you're finding ways to create consistency in leads. Because what will feel like a slow burn is just doing content. I think when I first started my business, I had this belief that if I could create amazing content online, that that would be enough to fill up 
my programs, to have enough people DMing me. And it's like content is one crucial lever, but it's one. And we don't want to put all of our eggs in one basket. Like we want to have multiple ways that we can be bringing in clients. So having something that is going to help accelerate the speed of trust, like hosting a monthly webinar or going live every single week, those are going to help accelerate speed of trust. The second thing that I would look at strategy-wise at the 10K per month mark is, again, how am I consistently growing my own community? I'd be thinking of what is a really great lead magnet where someone is going to give me their email address, and then I can nurture them when they're on my list. Now, the really fun thing about doing the monthly webinars and going like the doing the monthly webinar is you're getting emails at the same time because people have to give you their name and their email in order to sign up and register for that webinar. And the other thing that you're building up in that time is you're building up this really great vault of resources, of assets. That's what you want to be thinking about at that 10K per month mark. What assets do I have inside of my business that can really accelerate that like customer journey? So assets are like anytime you do a recorded training, right? Assets would be any type of freebie that you're offering that can help grow a list. So you really want to be thinking of how am I creating different ways to warm up and nurture my audience? Because at any given time, the reality that each of us face is that only about one to 3% of your audience and your community are ready to buy from you right now. So the overwhelming majority of people aren't ready. They're still at that phase of like building trust with you, of even just considering working with you. So we want to really be able to facilitate our community and our ideal client being able to move through that journey of like awareness, consideration into conversion. That's why having assets in your business, like these trainings, like freebies are going to build up over time. And a lot of times we see people that have so many different funnels and fancy things in their business, and it makes us feel behind. It will make us feel like, wait, but that person over there has all these fancy funnels and is running things all the time. And the thing we have to remind ourselves is it starts with one. So start with like, what is one really solid freebie, whether that's a training, whether it's a checklist whether it's like a swipe file that people can take and download and use on their own, whether it's like a workbook that's going to help create a breakthrough or create some clarity. There's so many different ways. Maybe it's a quiz, right? There's so many different ways to create a really juicy lead magnet. And you don't need to boil the ocean with all of them, but you just need to start with one. So it's like, what's the one topic that you get asked about all the time? What's the one starting point that you know your ideal client likely needs before they're ready for one of your bigger programs or your signature one-on-one? Start there. And when you set up that freebie, you're collecting and growing your email list now. You also have a way to give that doesn't feel like you're always selling, right? So it's like, how do we find this way in our business of being able to sell and serve? 
where we're always doing both. Yeah, we can be selling all the time. And that's the other thing that you really need to focus on strategy-wise. So again, at the 10K per month mark, you're looking at like building your email list, creating right some consistent funnels that are going to help you create and grow that audience. You're getting really consistent in showing up and serving in a live capacity or in some sort of way of just interacting with you. And the other thing, that we really want to look at is sales. Because if sales feels a little wobbly at this, at your like 5K per month mark, it's gonna feel really hard at 10. Because at 10K, to create that with consistency, you're likely raising your prices. You are selling more, right? Ideally, we are selling all the time. Selling is not something that we're like, oh, on Fridays we sell. No. We want to be selling all the time. And so that requires us to become comfortable with sales. It also requires you to be really exceptional at being able to convert your sales calls. Because if you are starting to create more leads, if we're growing our audience, you're going to be having more conversations and we want to be able to convert those. So I always say it's really great if you can be converting 80% of your sales calls. 80% of your calls for people that are qualified. So when it comes to sales, this is the thing that you want to really focus on and spend time getting comfortable with. Like, how do we lead a powerful sales call? How do you start to get really comfortable handling any objection that might come your way? And fun fact, we only really get hit with the exact same objections every single time, right? It's like, is this going to work for me? Money. I need to ask my partner. Time, right? There, we don't get hit with surprises. That's like the really fun thing about sales objections is like, there's not really a surprise. We know, we know what the classic ones are. So it's like, how do we find a way in sales to start to be like, oh yes. Okay. I love this part. Let's talk about it. Because rather than an objection being something you have to overcome, it's actually just like, how do I just coach this person to help them decide the best thing for themselves? And often when it comes to an objection, it's really about just reconnecting this person to their bigger vision. So from a mindset perspective, consistent 10K months, one piece of the mindset is all around you being consistent. I have, I'm a big believer that our language says a lot. The words that we use mean a lot. So at the consistent 10K per month mark, the language, the thing to try on is like ditching the word try. <laughs> Even though I just said try it on. The thing you want to ditch is like, I'm trying to be consistent. I'm trying to get good at sales. Instead, replacing try with am because it is part of who you are, like consistency. I am consistent. It's not something I try to do. It is simply who I decide to be. There's a real big difference when we come at it from that energy. Or it's like, I'm, instead of like, I'm trying to sell, it's like, I sell. I sell with service. I sell with passion. I don't try. I am. Like, I, I am of service. So it's like, how do we pay attention to language? 
one thing, no matter, truly no matter where you are in your business, 5K, 10K, 20K, it doesn't matter. One of the most important things you can start to implement, and this is, this is to be honest, something I dodged for a long time in the beginning. I was like, ah, that doesn't really matter. And now I see, I see the error in my ways. But the thing that you really want to focus on, like the non-negotiable is working on your mindset. It is, and I don't mean like mindset just from the place of, oh, I'm saying a bunch of affirmations every day, but not connecting to them or, or like sitting down to meditate for a couple minutes, but the entire time I'm like, oh, this is a waste of time. Instead, it's like, no, it's actually about how are you connecting with your own innate power? We spend so much of our time moving through strategy. What new strategy do I need to be doing? What's the new hottest thing I can be doing in my business? And actually the thing that is the real flex, the real flex is like your own personal growth. The real flex is being able to say, as challenges come up in my business, the way in which I handle them with grace and with personal power and with integrity Because something I think about often in my own business is the idea of trust, the idea of a brand. I spent almost a decade working as a consultant and for for a major consulting firm. And one of the things we would research is like customer loyalty and branding. And what we found was that every interaction that you have with, with a brand, whether you're dialing the customer service line, whether you're on a website, whether you're talking to someone directly or whether you're like walking into a store, it's like every interaction contributes to the overall perception of your brand. And every interaction can either help it and build up goodwill with your brand or one single interaction can take away the credibility of your brand. And I think about this a lot of how am I building a brand that like, I feel like I can truly stand in integrity. I'm human. I'm not perfect. There's of course many ways we're going to like mess it up, but it's like at the end of the day, like how do we stand in integrity behind our business in the way that we show up in the way that we handle difficult conversations or difficult clients So thinking about, okay, what is the brand that I really want to create for myself and what does integrity look like? So for you as a CEO, truly as a CEO of your business, it's thinking about, right, what what is it that I want to be known for and what is it that I stand for? And in a mindset, as a leader, one of the things that is so true about leadership is that leaders go first meaning we, I, you, we get to go first in our own business. So it's thinking of like, how do I want to be leading? Oftentimes it does require us to like examine where am I playing small? Where am I holding myself back? It is like the inner work is never done. The inner work is always evolving. And it's one of the most important things we can do. And it's really important for us to start to examine, oh, just our belief system. What are our beliefs in our business? So I'll give you a, a subtle, a subtle one. When I was raising my prices, I went through a, a bunch of mindset drama. 
Like I raised my prices from 5k to 10k, like not a small, not a small jump. And I remember asking myself, okay, what would I need to believe about myself, others, and the world in order to 2x my prices? Like, what would I need to believe? And it's interesting because when I first thought about raising my my prices, the first thought that came through my mind was, what do I need to add to my program in order to charge that? What do I need to add? Do I need to add more modules? Do I need to bring in more guest experts? I should probably become an expert in, in like I told myself, I was like, I need to become an expert in Facebook ads in order to charge that. So it's like, actually, how can I think about raising the price because I'm actually energetically ready and that actually there's nothing that I need to add in. So where this comes from, this like one of the, one of the immediate limiting beliefs that I've seen for myself personally, and that I've seen play out and I'm just being really real and vulnerable with you all here is like, I, I have this limiting belief of like, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. And I know where I get this from. I came and grew up in a family of like high achievers. It was like, are you getting, are you getting A's? Are you getting straight A's? Um, what extracurriculars are you involved in? It was just always like, are you doing the most? What else could you be doing? And feeling like, okay, one achievement knocked down, what's next? And when I lived in that space, it was always like more, I need to be doing more. I need to be doing more. I need to be more. And underneath all of that, the real message is like what, who I am right now is not enough because there's more. So I don't know if that resonates, but it's like, we each tend to have something where we find maybe there's a belief that is sometimes driving decisions in my business. So where might that be? Is like, is it the people pleaser in you that says, I need to be the first to respond to my clients. I need to respond to them immediately for them to find value in me. Is it like, I need to bend my boundaries. So I'm always available in Boxer and email and Slack and all the things. Is it the helper in you that says, actually, I know that there's a part of me that says, I want to make I want to make a fuck ton of money in my business, but also I feel bad about saying that and wanting that because that feels greedy. I don't want people to think I'm greedy, right? So this is like for any of us, it's, it's just making sure that we are looking at what are the belief, the different belief systems that I grew up with, that I accept as true. And just how do I start to question that? Because beliefs are always a choice. We just inherit a lot of them. But the powerful thing is you get to choose what you keep and what you let go. But unless we're consciously asking ourselves this question, I'm like, oh, interesting. Why do I, it's almost like a game. Like, oh, interesting. Why do I believe that? Why do I think I need to add in an extra module to charge more? Why do I think that? Just why? How can I get curious about it? I'm not judging it, but I'm curious about it. It's like, where might that come from? Okay, maybe it's this thing around myself feeling like I'm not quite enough. Like I'm not enough to charge that right now. So the more we do that, the more we by design start to choose our own beliefs, 
the more in our own power and in our own alignment we will be. Starting to do this early on in your business is absolutely going to help catalyze your growth so that you grow a lot faster and in a way that feels really fun. So at that 10K per month mark, like that's really what we want to be focusing on. Like how many of you have a consistent daily practice where sometimes we even just get to be silent with ourselves? We move so much, so fast to the next thing, to the next thing strapped to our phones that there's often rarely a break that we have for just silence and like connecting with ourselves. It's, it's so important. I will say even in my own business journey, it has been the combination of strategy plus mindset that has really catapulted things. And it's interesting, the things that just spill over into our business. Like I remember being on a call with, with one of my mentors talking about raising my prices and realizing that, oh my goodness, it's actually this story that I have around like money being really hard to get. Like one, one belief around money that's been over time tough to crack. It's like, I've grown so much in it, but in the beginning, really hard was like money equal hard work. I have to work really hard to make money. And I knew where I got that. Like I got that from my dad. My dad grew up really, really poor. I mean, and they, his parents were like a product of the great depression and my dad and his family didn't have much and they weren't very educated. And my, I remember my dad feeling like he didn't belong because he didn't want to go to school and his parents didn't want him to go to college. And he always told me, you know, if you want money, you got to work really hard for it. Anything in life that's worth having, you got to work really, really hard for. And so I just accepted it. And I was like, yeah, okay. I, that's, I, I guess that's right. And I worked really, really hard always my entire life. Now, as the business grew, it's like, what's really interesting, if you grew up with this, it's like, it's interesting to look at people who are really wealthy. They're not always the hardest workers, are they? Maybe work hard, but they're not always the hardest. In fact, I bet you can probably take two people side by side, someone like a millionaire and like someone who you know, who's not a millionaire, but is like busting their ass or like working harder than anyone you know. And you're like, well, if it was just a matter of hard work, like, is, is that true? So it's really looking at and examining like, what are the beliefs that you grew up with? And it's like, even if there's ones that feel deeply rooted, like the hard work one for me was like deeply rooted. It did not want to budge. It was like, I'm here, I've been here and I'm not going anywhere. So I just started to play with it. It was like, okay, actually, just is there any evidence that I can make money and it doesn't have to be that hard? So it's just looking for like, how can you look for evidence that says otherwise? That's like to start thinking from like a mindset perspective at that 10K per month mark. Just what beliefs am I like really holding on to? Are they helping me? Are they hindering me? What is like a belief I'd love to try on that is different? I'm just gonna like see how that sits and how that fits. Again, you can try on beliefs like clothes. You can just try them on and put them back if it doesn't fit, but it's about the experimentation of it. Now, when you're scaling from 10K to 20K months with consistency, 
we need a couple of things strategy-wise in your business. So strategy-wise, again, we want to look for like you might, you're just adding on in terms of lead generation. So you might have in your business, instead of just going live once a week or hosting a monthly webinar, maybe now you're also looking at like, what are some evergreen ways that you're building your community all the time that don't actually require you? Meaning maybe you take one of your really great lives a couple of them and pull that, put them together in an evergreen bundle. So now you're just promoting something that's evergreen that is going to be on all the time, but doesn't require you because when we're getting to like 20 K per month marks, you want to be thinking about scalability. The thing that will keep you here or that will, where you will start to feel a cap is you're going to feel like, okay, I'm, I am giving all of me and there's no more, there's nothing more left to give. So you want to be thinking about how am I creating scalable lead generation and how am I also creating scalable offers? So maybe up till now you're, you've had like one-on-one and a group program, but maybe in that group program, your group has had somewhere around like 10 people at any given time, 10, 15, maybe the occasional 20. The question is like, if you were to have 50 people in that program, what would need to happen? Because now we want to start to look at what are our signature offers that are like our true revenue drivers. So it's really looking at the business. The numbers never lie. It's like, what, what programs do you have that create the majority of your revenue? And what of these programs feels scalable? You likely truly to hit six figures, multi six figures and beyond, you only need one scalable offer. That's the part that's super fun, right? And so thinking about what is that offer going to be for you and what do you need to tighten up in terms of boundaries, in terms of delivery, in terms of systems so that it can actually scale. So at that 20K per month mark, you're likely looking at from a systems perspective, how can I really optimize the client experience What can I optimize in terms of onboarding? Like where are places in your business where you are like, you're the one having to like press send, you're the one having to do all the work, but you're doing the same thing over and over. Like that could be automated, that could be delegated. So we want to start thinking about how do I streamline? How do I optimize? How do I scale when we're at that 20K per month mark? So really looking at your offers in that way. You're also looking at team. You're looking at for your own business, how what like how can I hire? Who's the hire that I need to make in my business? Because often the bottleneck is you. The bottleneck will become you. And you didn't start this business, just you didn't like leave a nine to five to suddenly have a new nine to five that you're working. So you want to think of what's that next hire? What's the support that I really need? How can I start to make sure that I am staying in this, in this place of being in my own zone of genius? So if that's the things that absolutely require you, that's going to be coaching. I mean, showing up live. It's going to be recording your podcast, right? No one else can replace you in doing that. So it's really looking for how do I stay in that zone of genius? So you might be looking at what is like that really important next step in terms of team? 
from a mindset perspective, it's about being supported. It's about allowing yourself to be supported. It's about releasing that grip of control and really letting yourself have the team that's going to allow you to reach that next level. So team is something that's really crucial. And it's something that, you know, you, you can start out with earlier on. It's not like you have to hire someone to come work in your business full time, even just hiring a VA that can help free up five to 10 hours for you a week or a month. That's going to make a big difference for you. The other thing at this mark is you might be thinking of like, what's next in terms of brand? You're likely at that 20K per month for a couple of your signature offers. You want, whether that's a mastermind, whether it's a group program, um, whether it's a course, you want to make sure that you've got really solid branding behind each of those signature offers, because that is what is going to help create the awareness. And when people are aware, now they're going to say like, oh, I've seen, I've seen Adrian run that program before. I've seen her infinite success mastermind. Like we want to create that awareness because it's going to make sales even easier. Now the sales strategy doesn't actually change. It's still, we're selling every day. I'm selling and showing up all the time. Sales is who I am. And I sell unapologetically, right? So it's continuing to like sell every day in your stories. It's continuing to like make offers and extend them. It's really showcasing like, what are the results? What are the client testimonials? What are all of the transformations? And like really consistently celebrating that. In terms of mindset, this is like really, again, just furthering and deepening your leadership. It is looking for, right, how are you continuing to like play big? So that 20K per month mark, like if you think about that, like creating like 20 to 30K per month every month, like that's a pretty sweet spot. That's a pretty sweet spot. That's great. You have to like realize like, oh, you're doing so well. There's a lot of consistency here. So this is about refinement when we're at that 20K per month mark. It's like, how are you continuing to deepen your own mindset practice? And I have a very specific mindset practice that I use every day. That should probably be its whole other, a whole other episode or whole other training. But it's about how do we continue to deepen our connection with ourselves? our growth literally never ends. And sometimes at this mark, like we can become like a little comfortable. So it's actually asking ourselves, like, what's going to be the next thing? Like, how am I really reaching for something that's big? How am I reaching for like what that next level is going to be for me? And like keeping that sight. So here you're also looking, if you're looking to like optimize your, your programs to scale, now you're also optimizing. It's like, great. How can I optimize my lead generation to scale? If you have a funnel, for instance, for one of your core signature offers, it might be like, well, how do I expand that? Do I want to do something like ads? Do I want to include more affiliates and get partners? Do I want to write a book and get, do a TED talk and like get on bigger stages? So it's like, what is scalable and how do we like amplify? That's really what you want to think about at that 20K per month mark and beyond. It's like scalability. It's really like amplifying and accelerating 
kind of what's already working for you and like refining it. The problem that a lot of people make between the 10K per month mark and the 20K per month mark is we just jump around a lot. We'll be like, I'm going to try a course or I'm going to go sell a group program, but that group program, three people signed up for it. I guess that didn't work. I'm going to sell a different group program or I'm going to sell something totally new. And it's like, we're selling new all the time, which means we never get to refine because that first group where you had three people, that's not going to become six people, 12 people, 20 people, but we have to give it a chance to refine, to get better and to run things multiple times. If I think about like one of my signature programs, influencers of LinkedIn, it's like, I ran that program multiple times and it got better and better and better. And now it's like predictable. It's not a guess about what's going to happen. Like my team and I were fairly confident. Anytime we go into like a a promotion period of like, yeah, we kind of know exactly what's going to come in. It does. And so we would have never gotten there. How do we not refine? If I would have just stopped after the first time I ran it, I think the first time I ran it, I had, I want to say like eight people in it. If I would have just stopped then, imagine what would have happened. So it's thinking of where can you refine and staying plugged in. And lastly, it's like the mindset of at any stage, it gets to be good. The mindset of like, it gets to be good. It gets to be fun. Everything is working out for me because the reality is as you're growing from like zero, 5K, 10K, everything is adding up. You're never starting a month out at zero. You're never starting the next month out from scratch because you have all of the experience and time before you, before that month. And it's like, you're never going to begin with nothing because you've already just been plugged in. So it's really reminding ourselves of that. Like we can really lose sight of that. And it's like, there's always, it's always working out for you even in the moments when it really doesn't feel like it, even in the launch that went totally sideways, it's like really looking at things from this perspective of like, what am I learning from this? What am I gaining from this? What is the lesson that I need to learn and integrate and absorb now that's going to set me up for later? I actually don't believe that there's failing in our business. Your business will not fail. It cannot fail unless you take yourself out of the race, period, end of sentence. It's like, and when you come at it from that, from that lens of like, the only way this is going to fail is if I just stop showing up and I stop trying, then it's like, you start to see things from this longer view. You can literally release the pressure, the time that it takes to get from like zero to 10 to 20 can be short. And Sometimes it might take longer than we think, but it's like, you'll get there. It will happen as long as you stay plugged in. So it's about just making that commitment to yourself of like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying in this because this is who I am. And that's why it's so important to have fun in it every day. Like what's something that you can do today to have fun in your business, to like celebrate it, to celebrate life. It's like, Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves? How can we just make it easy and make it fun? And that is like the mindset that you want to carry with you 
no matter where you are in business. Thank you for listening to Infinite Success Secrets with Adrienne Weimer. I'd love you to come and join other women who want to make more money online over in my free Facebook group, Infinite Success Secrets. 